Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Coaching Call podcast. On this podcast, we'll cover various types of coaching by trainers in sports, martial arts, fitness, and business. We'll discuss each coach's methods to getting the most out of their respective athletes or clients and how they attempt to change the platform in which they coach. Join us on a fun adventure as we discuss unique coaching styles. We've all been coached before, in school, at work, or on a team. Your first coaches were your mom and dad who taught you how to communicate, tie your shoes, or play a simple game of catch. Coaching is a universal part of how we get others to get something done. Join your host, Raphael, and his guests on this unique journey in coaching. Hi, I'm Sifu Raphael, and this is the Coaching Call Podcast. If you enjoy this episode, please subscribe and leave a review. This episode was made possible by listeners like you. If you enjoy my show, go ahead and buy me a cup of coffee. Make it a large. What's going on? What surgeries have you had? What medications are you taking? Because I don't know how many people know, but massage is contraindicated for certain things. You know, if you have a blood clot, you do not need massage. If um, definitely it releases toxins, so you need to make sure that you're drinking your water to flush those toxins out. Welcome back to the Coach & Co. podcast. My guest is Tiffany Rudkin. Tiffany provides the best therapeutic, effective session, allowing her clients to experience a happier, healthier, and productive life. Hello, hello. I am joined by my new and great friend, Tiffany. Hello. How are you? I am fantastic. How are you, Raphael? Well, I know you're fantastic. That's the only reason we're talking. (laughs) Yes, yes. So you're in sunny Florida, aren't you? I am. I am Mm. in St. Petersburg, Florida. It's a beautiful, humid day outside, and there's some puffy white clouds and blue skies out. I just saw about 20 dragonflies out in the courtyard of my front Mm. yard, so life is good. Life is good, if you like dragonflies and humidity. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> born and raised in Memphis, Tennessee, I got used to uh, oh, yeah. humidity at a very early age. Right, so right, right. I hear you. I hear you. So one yes. of the things that that we connected, right, we connected at PodFest. Yes. And yes. How instant was that connection? Um. Well, you sat at the table and uh, it was just pretty amazing. I um. I'd never been to PodFest Expo mm-hmm. before ever. Right. And uh, yeah, it was just awesome to be able to meet someone so in so quickly, I guess, is the word. Yeah, yeah. For me, connections are everything. When when we can share common knowledge or, or share things that we have in common, not only knowledge, but like a belief, I think that really, you know, it sets up for a great connection. So you you were there on your first time, but so was I. I don't know if it showed, but no. Did I look like a pro? I, I was yes. faking it, you know. I was faking like I'm. I know what I'm doing. I know nothing. Fake it till you make it's what I've already heard. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? One of, one of the things for me is is connecting with people. Yes, I made so many great connections at Podfest that it, it's it's something that. When we can deliver who we are and the other person goes, hmm, I want to associate with that person, then that's worth it. That's worth everything to me. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then we said, 
you got to be on my show. And you said, absolutely. Well, I found out you were in martial arts and I'm a massage therapist by trade and they, they go hand in hand. So it's fabulous. Yeah. So I beat them up and you take care of them. I love it. That's right. That's right. (laughs) That's my job. (laughs) Actually, you know, my thing as a martial artist, I try never ever fight and I love fighting. I love fighting. But when it comes to hurting people, it doesn't feel right. And I was a bouncer for five years. I didn't hurt one person ever. I was the only bouncer police never came looking for (laughs) because I never hit the patrons. They swung at me. They tried to hit me. They were drunk. If they knew me, they wouldn't have swung at me, right? They would have been just like, hey, buddy, what's going on? Exactly. But the whole thing, and I love what you do, you know, massage therapist. And, And one of the things I read on your bio is that it was bred into your family is very loving. Everybody's like doing back rubs. And like when you're hanging out, you're like rubbing on the shoulder and always hands on, right? So how important is it to be comfortable as a massage therapist with putting your hands on someone or in the other way, how comfortable should you be when someone else is putting their hands on you for good reason? So actually, I was just having a conversation with my mom and she said that, and I didn't know this until today. Mm. And she said that when she was five years old, my uncle would lay on the floor and say, Prissy, come over and rub my back for me. And he would pay her a nickel for it. (laughs) And this is back in like the early 50s, right? So I tell people all the time, you know, I wanted to be a candy striper when I was a little girl. And obviously that kind of dates me a little bit, but um, I didn't want to deal with the blood and gore and death. So I found massage therapy is a great way for me to still help people. Mm. And I've always been a touchy feely person. Like you said, I come from a a family, you know, when we had headaches, my mom had these long nails and she would rub her hands over our foreheads and um, our headaches would go away. So it was really phenomenal growing up that way. And then. you know, I've, I've done a lot of jobs in the past and nothing really satisfied me. But then it was like, how can I help people? How can I really help people with how they're feeling? Um, I've had some traumatic events in my life in the past. And what helped me? Massage. Mm. Who knew? Right. So I'm um, like, if I can do this, if I know massage helped me, then I could totally do massage for other people and help them deal with some of the stresses of life. And, um, you do, you have to form an, it's a, it's an incredibly intimate relationship. And so there is a lot of trust. Um, I was telling, you know, I've told people, you know, in the past people have come in and they've had things happen to them when they were 14 years old, they come in and see me when they're in their sixties and all of a sudden they feel so comfortable talking to me. They spill their guts. (laughs) Like the, the floodgates just open wide up and they're like, thank you so much for letting me be able to share this very personal private information with you. Mm. But it's, it's an incredible, it's an incredible amount of trust. Um, and I'm a touchy feely person. Anyway, I learn very kinesthetically with my hands. So when I can really, you know, work on somebody doing a massage, um, I, I talk to tissues. I don't know if you saw the tagline on the back of my jacket that I had made. I focus on the issues in your tissues right. from the inside out and the outside in. Yeah, I love that. So, focus on your issues in your tissues. <laughs> yes, that's me, you know. Yeah. Um, and with all the trainings that I've had, you know, everything works on a cellular level. 
And if we're all of the same cell, then, you know, mm. how come I couldn't work on you? I can work on you. You're wearing New Jersey or New York, New York, New York. So I could work on you in New York through a Zoom call. You know, it's crazy. I got this. knot. I'm just kidding. I got not right. So you can help me with my knot. You can help me with you. Give me exercises to do things to take care of. I love it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's really just, you know, you have to develop a rapport and you know that you've been in, I, I don't know exactly how long you've been in podcasting, but you seem like a, a pretty good podcaster to me. Oh, thank you. So, I mean, you get to know people, you get to know their, their pains. And mm. even as martial artists, you're dealing with people who are trying to what strengthen themselves, build their core up. You know, it's, it's all about self help and self, um, self healing, I guess. Yeah. In a yeah. sense, you know, movement. Movement, movement is very important. You know, one of the things that you, that you said before is that somebody comes in, they, they lay on your table, and all of a sudden they're telling you these these deep things, right? Yeah. And they're able to share with you. So not only are you massaging their body, you're massaging their mind. Absolutely. Right? You're letting them open up. You. It's just like what you're doing with the muscles, right? You're letting the muscles open up. Yeah. And when we think about our mind, that's a muscle, right? So it truly is. We, it we is. We have to expand on it. I have a question for you. Yes. I, I've had, obviously, lots of different people work on my body, uh, you mm-hmm. know, because whenever I would go to, uh, you know, an event or something like that, if, if I thought there was a good masseuse, I would go. I didn't know that at the time when we met. And I only found, out, found you on the last day. Otherwise, I would have said, work on this for me. But, you know, one of the things that, I find is that not everybody understands, and they could be doing it for years, then not everybody understands how to fully work on a person. So it takes someone a, a special talent to truly listen to what the person is doing. I had, some, I had somebody on my show who told me, yeah, I had back problems and I went to a place and they worked over here and over there. Meanwhile, they were not listening to me. But he goes, all of a sudden, it felt great because they were listening not to him. They were listening to his body. They understood. Absolutely. They they heard the first part. My back is hurting me, but they yeah. started working on his chest and other parts and this. And he goes in his mind. He's saying this person is not listening to me. Right? Yeah. But meanwhile, they actually listened and they listened carefully because he goes, "Oh my gosh, they they saved me all this pain." Yeah. Because if they would have done what I told them to do, just focus on the back. I would still, it would have been a quick band aid. Yeah. But then the next day, I would have been in a lot of pain. So, how important is it to truly listen to our clients? And it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be massage, but any, anyone who's talking to you, right? But massage obviously does make a difference too, right? Yeah, it does. And actually, I'm just coming back from, I have an online business as well. Mm. And I focus on health and wellness on that, um, as well as weight loss. And I added a couple of links in if anybody's interested in that. But listening, learning, and you've been in places, you have to feel where people are. So you, I mean, we've all been through life experiences. I've had people tell me that I'm the tissue whisperer because I do listen. They tell me, you know, well, and it's crazy because I've been doing massage since 2009. So that's what, 13 years. Mm. And I've, I've worked on thousands of bodies over the year. So every person is different. Every person reacts differently. But I've had people call me the tissue whisperer mm. because 
I can look at somebody and I'm like, you know what? Hey, you need some work on your feet. And they're like, how would you even know that? Because your body told me, you know, so listening is so important. I mean, just like we, when we were kids, we had to listen to our parents. You know, we didn't want to, but we did have to. And they ended up saving us, you know, don't put your hand on the hot fire or the hot stove, you know. And at the end of the day, it really saves us, you know, as far as that goes. So listening is, is it's key. If you can't listen, then you don't know how to help somebody. Right. And a lot of times you, we have to listen to ourselves too, right? Because we, we know the right information. Yeah. But we keep lying ourselves right yeah this is when we get to to that self-discovery you know the meditation the deep the deep work that we all i don't care who you are you need yeah to discover you period and you can't do it with other people you actually have to take the time to be by yourself yeah right and and that meditation that even you know a lot of people go oh i have to sit in a room and, and um no you have to just be you with you. You can take a walk and meditate. You can you can dance. That's medication. Medication and, and meditation, right? <laughs> Free medication. <laughs> I just think that came dance. out on purpose. Um, but yeah, everything that we do, you know, from walking to drawing to just reading, that could be meditative. And it, it, it can definitely help you understand you so that you can listen better right because so many times we allow other people into our lives and we're listening to the garbage that they're giving us right we allow negativity we allow like you're no good you can't do that all this nonsense instead we need to sit by ourselves and say i can do i can do this and when somebody says you can i'm not going to listen to I'm just going to push them up, say, sure, sure. And then just push them aside and then just say it a thousand times to yourself. Of course I can. I can do anything. So yeah, listening. Huge. Yeah. And I actually, um, I, I've been a very, very busy, busy lady this week. And, um, or actually this month, I went to the life surge event in Orlando. Nice. I've been spending a lot of time in Orlando lately. <laughs> so life surge. Then I did um, time to thrive with Tony Robbins and Dean Graciosi. And then I did a global leadership summit at my church. And then I went to our 30th anniversary last weekend. And then Monday and Tuesday, I was doing Angels of Fire with Dr. Candace Smitheman, who is an absolutely amazing woman um, and full of knowledge and education. But one of the things that Dean, I believe, was talking about was Ed Milet says, at the end of the day, at the end of your life, when you're about to take your last breath, someone offers you, imagine someone offers you a video of what your life could have been. Have you done everything that you wanted to do throughout your life? And I think the answer for a lot of people to that question is no. no. So I am taking everything I can because the more I learn, the more people I can help, right? Yeah. I mean, I focus on the issues in your tissues from the inside out and the outside in, yeah. you know, I can do long distance healing with people. Um, I was just working on a lady before our call now and um, I do some emotion code. And so she had asked me to, you know, check the neurotransmitters in her brain with my craniosacral therapy practice. And so I did. And her body was like, wait, there's more. And I was <laughs> like, okay, do you want some emotion code? Are there trapped emotions that I need to release? And it was like, yes. So I went through. And I found two 
emotions that needed to be released. Mm. And when I finished her treatment, I was like, it asked me to release some trapped emotions. Do these resonate with you? And she's like, oh my God, yes. And I was like, your body told me. So once again, listening, I listen with my hands. I listen with my ears. I listen with my eyes. Um, But it's, you know, what are you doing to better yourself? And that's another thing they say, be 10% better today than you were yesterday or than you were last week. Yeah. And so many people forget that. Oh, yeah. Even if you only wind up being 1% better, it's still 1% better, right? Yeah. We talked about a video, but what are, what are cemeteries full of? And somebody said to me, dead bodies. I'm like, absolutely. But think further, dead dreams. Yeah. Dead dreams, things that people should have done but didn't because fear, they allowed fear to enter or other people to tell them they were no good. They could not do it or they just didn't have the belief, right? You have to have faith, whether it's a religious faith, but the most important faith we have to have is in us. Yeah. Right. And I just spent four days and five nights talking about belief Mm. and you have to believe in yourself. I don't know if you saw me post it on Facebook or not, but I had a memory pop up and it was about belief. And I was like, how appropriate that I'm posting this, that, you know, it came up in my feed today. And I think that was last Friday or Saturday. They all run together last Mm. weekend, but You have to have belief in yourself and you have to be around other people who believe in you. Because I know like if you break it apart, impossible is I'm possible. Hmm. Like, hello, it is possible. And with this thing that I'm doing with Dean, it's I can do this. Yeah, You know, back in February, we had our world conference and um, I took my another class and I took the Dave Ramsey course. And so it's been a super busy year, but it was, I have a fire burning under me. And if you're not coal to keep my fire going, I really don't need you. (laughs) Get out. You know, you know, I don't need you to be water on my fire. You know, and I want to thank you for taking the time to being here with me today. So thank you. My pleasure. Thank (laughs) you so much. I, I, I appreciate it. It's my first podcast and um, I'm just, you know, this is going to help me decide if this is something that I want to do. And you'll be one of my first guests, if not my first guest when I start mine. So I, I'm just, I'm delighted yeah, to be here. Yeah. Just so you know, I mean, it is a commitment. It is something that, and, and I, I actually had a, a podcast coach with me today. We did a, an event. And one of the things that he recommends to people, if you're only going to do it for a year, don't waste your time. If you're going to do it for a long term, then it's worth it. But if you're not 100% sure, it's, it's better to do something else with your time because it is time consuming. You know, it, it can become a business. It can, you know, some people who do it for a hobby do 20 episodes and then they're done. They're gone. And then you have to have a purpose. Why are you doing it? Why are you doing anything? Why are you doing all this extra training that you're doing? You're training with Dean, you're training with Anthony. You're doing all these things because you have a fire. And your message, I believe, is your why. You have to get that message out there. But how do you do it? You know, do you just show up and you're helping people? How many more people can you help if you do a podcast? Or are you taking away from other people because you're doing a podcast? So it's it's understanding your you're saying yes to one thing, but then you have to say no to others, right? So it's that yeah understanding of my yes is going to have to result in a no somewhere else. Yeah. 
and my no is going to result in a yes somewhere else. So it's, it's understanding that concept of where do I want to be, where am I going, and my long term. So for me, I call it legacy. Yes, I was just saying that earlier. What do I want to be remembered for? Yes, I was, I was, I, I wish I could get her on the call, you know, because I literally, I was like, <laughs> I don't want to just be known as the former print girl or the, thank you, Debbie, or the former um, waitress, you know, well, I Debbie want to be known. Tiff, you know, she's saying hi to you. So it's awesome yeah. that she's here with us. Yes, yes. I was with her last weekend, as a matter of fact. <laughs> she was one of my saving graces. Thank you. Oh, nice. um, but the lady I was just working, I want to leave a legacy. You know, I want to know I made a difference in someone's life. I had an impact on somebody mm. and it was for the greater good. Mm-hmm. That's it. And if that's through massage, then my office is up the street. If it's through supplements and proper nutrition, then I, I can I can drop shot drop ship that to anywhere in the world. Wow. You know, um and long distance healing. I shoot, give me somebody in Africa that I can do some long distance healing on. Mm. Yes, sir. I will absolutely take that offer. That's beautiful. And then they'll mail me a check or Venmo me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't forget to don't forget <laughs> to send me that payment too. Because <laughs> right? you know, he, here's the thing. A lot of people nowadays are always looking for free right what can i get for free? yeah free what can i get for free and those are takers yeah and people should say you know what can i give because if somebody provides a service they are like i said they're saying no to something else in order to provide a service for you so that's an impact that we have to consider when when i'm i'm getting something for free is is it really free did that person take time away from their life, from their family to provide this service for me? So shouldn't yeah. they be compensated? And then, you know, like, like for me, I do a lot of free things and I do it because I choose to, because yes. I want to make an impact. And if it comes back, it comes back. If it doesn't come back, it doesn't come back. I'm not doing it with expectations. Yep. Here's the thing I talk about expectations. If I lend somebody money, I never expected that. Yep. It was, you know, they'll say borrow. I'll say, if I, if I can, here you go. If it comes back to me, whoa, I was just gifted. So it's the way, that, it's the perception that we have when we talk to someone, when we do something for someone else. How much of a giver are you? Or are you just a taker? What can I get for free? What can I get? Can I get a, a can I get a double on that? Can I get so then it, it it does not help you when you're always taking because guess what? You're gonna only get more takers to come behind you and ask more of you, and they're gonna ask for nothing, uh, you know, for you to get anything. So they're gonna they're gonna take from you as well. But when you start to give without any expectations, man, things just start to happen. And it, it it's such a beautiful thing. And if nothing happens, it's not true. Something happens. You gave. Always. You gave. Always. Right? Yes. And I think it was, maybe it was Dave Ramsey that said, it always feels better to give than to receive. And that's, that's priceless information. You know, I, I've given away a lot of massages. I've given away products. And yes, value. 
People need to see your value. They have to know your value. And when you say, oh, yeah, I, you know, when you devalue yourself, and they, they told us that in massage therapy school, mm-hmm. don't discount all of your massages. Don't discount all your products because you are giving value to somebody with that stuff. And I'm a firm believer it's getting more and more ingrained in my brain as we speak. And yes, in giving you receive, you know, it may not come from that person, but it does come back to you. Oh, without a doubt. And it's, it's, it's priceless. I, I love it. I yeah. absolutely love it. So what propelled you to say, besides the, the, the fact that you grew up in a, in a loving family, everybody was giving each other, your mom was getting paid five cents to give your uncle a massage. So I never knew that. So, but, but what propelled you to professionally pursue it? So I have had many jobs and let me see, I started at Funplex, which was kind of like a Chuck E. Cheese when I was like 14. I got Mm. fired because I was 15 and child labor laws back then. I worked at Central Hardware back in the date and myself really bad now. Um, And then I went to college. Well, I did nails. I'm a licensed manicurist, whatever. And then I moved away and went to college and I got my bartending mixology license. So I'm a certified bartender. Yay. But that was how I could pay my bills, waiting tables. I didn't want to be an 80-year-old waitress. Um, I did printing. I've got a double associates in graphic arts, production, and multimedia. I didn't want to sit at a desk for eight hours. And I'm like, what do I like to do? And it came to me, I love to help people. How can I help people without being a doctor? I can be a massage therapist. I've been doing it all my life. Yeah. You know, it's in my hands. My ha- I've had people accuse me of using hot stones because I have so much energy in my hands. <laughs> they're like, are you, I asked, I specifically asked for no hot stones. And I'm like, I don't have any. And they're like, show me your hands. And I'm like, no hot stones. You know, they're, I don't, I don't use them. They burn my hands. You missed the Miyagi it. You missed the Miyagi. <laughs> you heat them up. Yes. You know, um, It's just, I was born with a gift and I believe in the Lord. And so I know that my gift came from him. And what good is a gift from the highest creator there is if you don't use it to help other people? I mean, plain and simple, you know, you were given gifts and talents so that you can share those with other people and other people see that they recognize that. And it's just, there's nothing else I'd, I'd rather be doing, you know, um, I don't know if I'll be able to be an 80 year old massage therapist, but I'm going to do my best to go as long as I can. (laughs) And in the meantime, I'm finding, you know, my multiple streams of income so that I can leave that legacy for, you know, whoever, my niece, my grandniece who just turned five yesterday. She's so darn cute. I can't stand it. Oh, that's awesome. I just, I want to leave a legacy. People will know my name because I made an impact on their lives. Real quick, I just have to say, um, we used to go um, camping and skiing in Waterloo, Alabama when I still lived in Memphis. Mm. And I met some great people there, loved them to be, I still love them. I just haven't been to Waterloo in a long, long time. But um, I got here in 2004 and one of the girls found me on Facebook and she was like, hey, Tiffany, I just wanted to say thanks again for introducing me to my husband. Wow. I had no idea. (laughs) Like we were just all hanging out, you know, we're just, Oh, Hey, this is so-and-so this is so-and-so. And And then like 10 years later, I get a message saying, Hey, thanks for introducing me to my husband. And they're still happily married. Like how freaking cool is that? That is very cool. That is very cool. So So how can I bless somebody? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny because when you 
listen not only to your own body, then you're able to share that with other people. It's funny, when I was younger, and I used to work in an office, and because I've had so much work done on me, I understood the hands of healing, right? So like somebody would go, oh, this hurts. I'm like, there? And I would just rub it out. And they're like, oh my God, it, it, it kind of took it away. And then somebody goes, can you do me? Can you do me? Can you do? And I'm like, hang on a minute. We're supposed to be doing architectural drawings here. <laughs> I'm not coming. I'm not the masseuse here. But people's like, oh, just, just come over for a minute. I'm like, all right. All right. But so it, you know, that's, uh, I considered becoming a masseuse uh, or a massage therapist or uh, with healing hands. I realized that I didn't have to put my hands on people to heal them. I just needed to speak to them to heal them. Yeah. Right. Because, and you're doing both, which I truly, truly commend you because people are coming to you, you're giving them a massage and then all of a sudden they realize that you have this gift, not only with your hands, but with your heart. Yes. And not many people have that open heart where I'm going to listen to what you have to say and, and let me share with you or let me help you or let me guide you. Because that's, I think, how you're able to do so much of what you're doing. And then another thing that you said, 80-year-old waitress, 80-year-old massage therapist, you keep saying the word 80. And I think at 80 is when you're going to find something else to do. God, I hope not. <laughs> right? At 80. But I'm not talking about work. I'm talking about you, your, your mission, your, your, your ability to help other people. You are here for a reason. And you keep putting up 80. And 80 to me is a young person. Right? Because 80 might be your midlife crisis. Right? You're like, oh, no, I got to run a marathon when I'm 80. Right? Wouldn't that be so, great? <laughs> why not? With my products, I will be able to. That's exactly <laughs> it. And that's why you're using those products. That's why you believe in them. Because when you believe in something and it's, it actually works, my gosh, isn't that a beautiful thing? There's that belief again, man. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. When you, you take on a client, let's say somebody didn't know you, right? They come on. What's the first thing that that they're going to experience when, when, let's say, they come in for massage? Normally, I meet people downstairs if they've never been to my establishment before. So I meet them downstairs. So they get greeted with a smile. Mm. I love my little pigtail braids. There you go. I don't know if everybody can see that or not, but oh, yeah. pigtail braids make me smile. And uh, yeah, so they get greeted with a smile. I do, I think just my energy alone is welcoming. Mm. Like I've had people come to my house, my apartment and stay here. And they're like, I felt so comfortable here. I slept so well. Mm. Like there's something about me and my presence that people just feel welcomed, you know? And so that, and then I take, I take the time to do a medical intake paperwork mm. session. So I want to know exactly what's going on. What surgeries have you had? What medications are you taking? Because I don't know how many people know, but massage is contraindicated for certain things. You know, if you have a blood clot, you do not need massage. If um, definitely it releases toxins. So you need to make sure that you're drinking your water to flush those toxins out. Um, 
So then I just, I listen again, I listen to them to see what their problems are, what they want me to focus on. And then I treat the body accordingly. I hear what your ears say or what your mouth says, but I listen to what your body says. And then I treat accordingly. Um, And I mean, I've had some people come in with heavy, heavy hearts Mm. and I'm like, okay, your, your heart chakra really needs to be readjusted and balanced. And it's, and and I feel it because they're on my table as a a person on my table. And it's like someone's gotten one of those long roofing nails and nailed them from my, I'm serious. It's, it's sad energy, but you feel it coming in. So they, the nail goes down and it's hammered them to the floor. Mm. And then I do my work, you know, I listen to their body, I listen to their their mouths, and then they float out of my office. Like you came in weighed down with the world on your shoulders and probably wow. the universe and wow. you just floated right out of my office. That's the best compliment I could ever get next to them referring somebody to me, you know. By the way, tomorrow you might have like 300 people floating out of your office <laughs> if they're listening right now because who wouldn't want to come in, feel all heavy, feel burdened and then enlightened, right? Well, my business is Enlightened Touch. I'm aware. <laughs> and my dad actually bought that name for me. Mm. Um he passed away back in October. Oh, sorry to hear that. So I will keep it forever and ever and ever. My dad and my mom too, they have so much belief in me. Mm. It's all new to them, but they believe in me and they're so proud of me. And I just want to continue to make them proud. And any person I come in contact with just, you know, I didn't realize I had dimples and now I'm like, I have dimples and I'm going to show them off to every person I can. Because I, there they are. So when did you realize you had dimples? Maybe seven years ago. Really? So were you not smiling before then? I was. You just weren't looking. I guess I wasn't. I wasn't looking in the mirror. And and I'm learning this. It's a very hard, hard thing for me because I'm such a strong, independent woman. Yeah. But I'm learning. You have to love yourself before you can really love anybody else. And I'm actually working with a life coach right now. I'm very grateful to her for that. And she it's love you. I love myself. So and so it's like, you know, I love myself. So what I love myself. So I'm going to go help every person I can. I love myself. So I'm going to take care of myself. I love myself. So whatever. Mm. So I can share my experiences with other people. And it's just ammunition. It's just coals being like Fresh coals being thrown onto my fire. Oh yeah, and I love to cook. Oh, so excellent. So, so he, here's the thing, right? When, when you think about, and I love what you said, and what your coach is helping you with. When you think about, here's the thing: I love myself. What am I going to do with that knowledge? Yeah. How am I going to use it? And then one of the things that you know I always tell people is you have to look in the mirror. Yeah. Who's looking back? Yep. Can you love that person? And if not, why not? Yep. What's going on? And then also I tell people, you know, every time you allow negativity into your mind, that that mirror gets dirty and dirty and dirty until you can flush that out. You have that cleansing of I'm not going to allow I can't. I'm no good. All these different things. You need to get rid of them and then your mirror will be cleaner. 
and then you'll start to see the real you and you'll be more honest with yourself. So when you we're honest with one, when not only with one another, but with ourselves first, then I can be honest with the other person. So if I can't be honest with me, I can't be honest with you, can I? No, mm. no. And I love my neighbor. You made me think of what he says all the time. He's like, if you write every negative word on a pair of glasses, mm. how well can you see? Yeah. You can't. That's a, that's a great saying, too. It's, it's awesome. I have some, I have some wonderful and amazing people in my life and I'm so grateful and so blessed to have them all, yeah. you know, it's just, but likes attract likes. So oh yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm attracting those millionaires and those successful people right now. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. But the loving people as well, you can have all the money in the world. And I don't, I don't want to be misconstrued when I say that I, I know many people who are super, super poor. And they have hearts of gold and would give you the shirt off of their back. Mm. They're beautiful people. So it has nothing really to do with money. It's the mindset. And that's another thing I've learned. You know, mindset. Where is your mindset? Yeah. Is it is it on the, the things that you're grateful for or the things that you're not grateful for? So, yeah, lots of learning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I can be a better person so I can be better to other people. Right. I mean, like Dean talked about that video. But here's the thing. If you only worry about money. How many people are going to have a heavy heart on your last day? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Who's going to be there? Uh, unless you pay them, there'll be a lot of people there, right? Unless they <laughs> expect a handout when you're gone. Yeah. They're like, they're there. are we reading the will yet? Well, he just passed or she just passed. Can you wait? Yeah. You don't want those people at your funeral or your last day or your deathbed. You want people who are there for you. Yeah. Not because they're looking for a handout. Oh, they're almost done. What can I get? Right? Who wants that? I wouldn't. Do you? No. No. So you can't take the money with you anyway. Exactly. Right? All you can take with you or what you can truly, true. I mean, yes, you can leave money for people. Yeah. But guess what? The money you leave, unless they're brilliant, it's going to be gone. It's going to be spent. Yep. But the one thing that cannot be spent is how you treated them. I was just going to say, people don't remember what you did for them. They remember how, they ma- how you made them feel. Right. Yeah. So that's legacy, right? That, that's what yeah. we're talking about. Yes. What, what, is your, what is your focus on right now? I know you're doing so many different things, and obviously you're an entrepreneur. And I love talking to entrepreneurs. I love talking to people whose vision is big. Because for me, I always say dream big. Yeah. Is not good. I'm going to tell you why. Because that's small thinking. I want you to dream bigger and yeah. bigger and make the dream almost impossible. I'm going to go back to that word that you said, impossible, right? I'm possible. But also don't ever say I'm probable, right? Because I'm probably going to do this. I'm probably going to do that. <laughs> no. Yeah. I am possibly or I am possible. Because I am possible. I am not improbable, but I am a person who is going to not only do what I say, but I'm going to follow up with it no matter what it takes, as long as it's not hurting anyone too, right? Yeah. Including myself, because a lot of people will do things that hurt them. Yeah. Why would you want to do that? Because they're trying to prove something, right? So, so many people are trying to prove something to the wrong person or to the wrong industry or the wrong area instead of. Once again, look in the mirror. When you go to sleep at night, 
before you go to sleep, can you look in the mirror, look into your own eyes, say, did I do everything today that I would be proud of on my last day? Right? Yeah. That's huge. I love it. I love it. So what? Yes. What is the next thing that, what are you really working towards? Tell me. I know I'm putting you on the spot and you're welcome. You know, it's. It's it's all good. Um, I think anybody who really knows me knows that I'm looking for my house and my spouse. Mm. Um, and recently, I and I was just on a call with the Angels of Fire, mm. and someone said something, and I was like, I want a wellness and prayer center for people to be able to come to in a safe space, so that they can let go of whatever is is traumatizing them or holding them back, and let them know that they are in an absolutely loving environment and they're safe. You know, people want to know that they're safe. So I'm working towards bettering myself so that I can help more people. I train and I get my education and I learn because I want to be the best me that I can be. And however that's going to to come to play, I just that's that's where I want to be. I want space. I'm ready to start growing my own food. Mm. And, uh, you know, washing my car at my home, washing my clothes at my house, you know, I'm, I'm ready for, for that energetic life Beautiful. that is unstoppable. Yeah. I'm ready to be unstoppable. But you are. That's well, you're right. Yeah, you are. Here, here's the thing that I'm going to challenge you with. Okay. Yes, sir. You say you want to create this place. Why wait? I was actually talking to one of my clients who's a realtor yesterday about it. Yeah. That why wait, but here's the thing, right? Sometimes don't you may not have the location, but you have the spirit, yes, you have the umph, yes, you have the, the energy to create it. Could you just say, Hey, you know what? Let's meet in the park, let's have a place, and, and just yeah, post about it and say, You know what? Every so often, or whatever, make a schedule and say, Until I actually have a physical location. Listen, if you go there and you're there by yourself, you've already started. Yeah. So I'm challenging you. Yeah, I actually, I do see the beach in my future this weekend. See that? <laughs> but here's the thing. How far is the beach? 12 to 15 minutes, depending on traffic. Not bad. No, not bad at all. <laughs> Would you go to the beach on a rainy day? I've been there on rainy days. Okay. Because there's nothing like the feel, there's nothing like the feel of sand in between your toes. Yes, it's again, it should be against the law to wear sandals or shoes on the beach. It is, but sometimes it gets a little too hot, right? That's true. That's true. <laughs> I was in Fort Lauderdale for Fourth of July weekend, mm. and that sand was hot. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, I'm breaking my own law. <laughs> <laughs> but but here's the thing. So what I'm trying to get at is um, I'm challenging you to start yeah. without limitation, right? Yeah. Because you say you want to do something, and now I'm saying to you, why wait? Yes, you talk to a realtor. Why wait for the location? You can create a location, go to a park where the people can take off their sandals, take off their shoes, and feel the grass. Yes, don't get me wrong. Nothing wrong with the beach. Can you find a park that maybe has an open space with a portico or something? So in case it is raining, people can still meet. So yeah, people can still say, hey, you know what? This is a place that I'm loving. And then when you build it like the field of dreams, they will come. They will come. Right? Yeah. But if you wait to build it, here's the thing, right? 
you have to be ready to build it. Yeah. And the thing is, can you start tomorrow or do you have to plan for it? I'm challenging you, by the way. Could you tell? Yeah. You know, I love, I'm always, you know, in my online business, we eat challenges for breakfast. Yeah. So challenge away and uh, we'll follow up and I'll yeah, let you know, know how. all about it. Details, <laughs> details, Tiffany, details. Yes. Um, yeah, no, I, uh. I've actually been looking for people who have pools because I do craniosacral therapy in the pool. Mm. And so I can do that. What I, what I was just telling my lady earlier this morning, back in March, I went to, we had, my church had a beach baptism and I've never been to a beach baptism. I got baptized as an adult back in October um, by Dr. Candace Smitherman, which was amazing. Five other girls did it with me or women did it with me. And it was just a, a supernatural divine connection and event. It was Mm. absolutely powerful. So when the church said, you know, Hey, we're having this beach baptism. I was like, I'm there. Like I'm not getting baptized (laughs) again because I'm good, but I was there. And when I pulled up, I was going to park further. Like when I first pulled into the parking lot, I was going to park and I was like, no, go down further listening to myself. So then I kept driving down and I pulled in right in front of the adult swing sets. (laughs) And I was like, after I went to the baptism and I watched it and, you know, some tears came out because it's just such a beautiful thing in my eyes. And when I was getting ready to leave, I was like, man, I really want to go swing on those swings. And I was like, well, Tiffany, what's stopping you? Nothing. And nothing. Yeah. I went, I swing on those swings for like 15 minutes. Yeah. I had a smile from here to Timbuktu yeah. and I was just catching air and it was just, it was so freeing. And it's, it's powerful. Like I took time out for myself, which I hadn't done for a while. And now I'm like, I'm starting to to regain that. It's like, okay, you're going to burn yourself out. Stop, look, listen, and swing, smell the roses, observe the dragonflies in the front yard. I mean, I wake up every morning, I come outside, I look at the clouds this morning. There were there was a neighbor over there. She's like looking in her car, like, what are you looking at me for? And I was like, I'm looking at the clouds. Like, I don't care if you're there or not. But they were, it was the blue sky with white puffy clouds and this orange magenta tinge behind them. Mm. And nobody paints better pictures than God. Oh, no. I'm sorry, but no, absolutely, they just don't. And to see that first thing, you know, it's just, it's, it's beautiful. It is. It is. It's beautiful. When we think about nature and how beautiful it truly is, wow, wow. Yeah. And so many people don't realize that they probably will do better in so many areas of their life if they give at least 15 minutes to nature a day. Yep. To go out, to enjoy, to look at the sky, like you're saying, to enjoy that peaceful. And even when there's a storm, enjoy that as well, right? Because it's the power that you can see. And even in tranquility, there is power, right? Yeah. And down here in Florida, you know, we get hurricanes. Mm. Although I think y'all are starting to get some too. It's crazy. This world's gone crazy. You can keep them. <laughs> <laughs> we'll send them over to Texas. No, I mean, oh, no, whatever. No, come on. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm teasing. I was just teasing. Over the ocean. Yeah, just stay over the ocean. There yeah. you go. But to be able to go out and stand in, I mean, a lightning storm for me, I'll go stand out on my front porch. My neighbors are like, you're going to get hit by lightning. I'm like, if it's the way it's supposed to be for me, then that's fine. But Mm. I want to be in nature. I love Mm. nature. I miss going camping. Why haven't I gone? Because I haven't gotten up off my lazy bum to go. Time to get up. Yeah. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And so the more I learn, the more I'm like, okay, take that action. And I'm sure you know, Dean says, and and Tony as well, take that uncomfortable action because it's going to get you where you want to be and it's going to get you there faster. When you're learning from all these people, what would you say is the number one message that you are listening to that you keep hearing over, 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 over again? And it doesn't matter who it came from. Turn your messes into messages and turn your test into testimonials. I mean, I'm sure there's way more to it than that. But, you know, COVID hit. I went home to visit my parents in 2020. I drove there. And when I came back, I had a month to find a new place to work. So COVID hit 2020. It forced me to open my own private practice. Wasn't such a bad thing. Wasn't a great thing, you know, with everybody being sick everywhere and everything. But it forced me to do something I should have done 12 years ago. Mm. You know, I mean, I've been a massage therapist since 2009. That's 13 years now. Right. You know, so what took me so long? I, I was scared to get up and take that action. And with my online business, we have some pretty amazing, powerful um, trainers. And it's just part of the, our business. But um, Lauren Reitner says it the best. You know, fear, false evidence appearing real or face everything and run. I'm going to face everything and run because there is no such thing as fear, you know? And if I, if any person that's listening to this gets that message, turn your fear into a positive, turn your mess into a message, turn your test into a testimonial. And that way you are doing, yes, you had to go through it. It was not easy. It was not fun. I get it. I've been there. However, Somebody else is going to benefit from that and they're going to learn from that. And that's going to be the most powerful thing that you can do. We're human nature and we're human beings. And we're supposed to be a wonderful community that helps one another, not brings each other down. And so I'm going to do the best I can to just keep lifting people up because I I like to fly. (laughs) I mean, I I taught a class. I, I TA'd a class in 2018, I think it was. And I went to my local watering hole and my bartender was like, hey, Tiffany, you're glowing. What have you been doing? And I was like, I TA'd this class all weekend long and I am flying next to like Pluto right now. And I stayed up there for like three weeks. I mean, I was still here on Earth doing my job and, you know, working with people (laughs) and stuff. I was still kind of grounded. But I mean, I was just and like today. I mean, after this month and now being here with you, like I'm flying high right now. Come yeah. join me. Yeah. The view is beautiful. <laughs> it is right. And, and the only reason the view is beautiful is because you decided to fly. Right? Yes. Because no one else can make you fly. No one else can give you the thoughts that you allow in your head. Yeah. You're the one that allows those thoughts. You're the one that's, that takes either the negative or the positive. And then the other thing that we also have to consider is not everybody in your life is there for you, right? So we have to consider who do we allow to speak to? Absolutely. Look, you can't choose your family. No. You can't, you can't choose your acquaintances because sometimes you see people all the time, right? True. But you can choose who you associate with. And sometimes yeah. it could be family. And sometimes it's good to keep them at a distance as well, right? It depends on the situation. It depends on the energy that they're producing because we are all energy beings, right? 
we all vibrate at a certain energy level. And if your energy is low, you're going to want me to slow me down? No. Yep. You and I, we're high frequency, baby, right? Yes, 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 absolutely. I love it. Yeah. I so, love it. You know, I, I really want to thank you so much for today. I love the fact that we connected, the fact that we are still looking to learn more about one another. You know, I, I think you're an amazing human being. Thank you. I love all that you're doing. I posted so many times about, you know, your, your, all the different things that you're doing. It's on there. People, do me a favor. If you want to be enlightened, with a massage, with a frame of mind, go visit my friend. She'll guide you. If you need something and you're not in the same state as she is, follow her. Reach out to her. If somebody does want to reach out to you and they just want to have a conversation, what is the best method? I have a few here that I've put up, right? Enlightened, enlightened touch and so forth, which is, and then you also have a shopping thing. People can buy products from you, right? Yes, like for anybody who shops online and likes to save money, like please, you know the the best way to like contact to me. Money. I know, right? Yeah. Um, I do for sure, and yeah. you know it's yeah. Anyway, the best, absolute best way to reach me is by phone. Hmm. Either call me or shoot me a text message. I get a thousand emails a day. I may or may not see your email, and sometimes it goes to spam. So the best, absolute best way to reach me is by phone. I don't know if you want to put that up there or not. It's up to you. Did you put it up? It's sure. I'll throw it up. Just do me a favor. No weirdos can call my friend, okay? No weirdos <laughs> calling. No, because then I'm going to come get you. All right? So <laughs> you I'm won't be alone in that one. I'm throwing it up there. Anybody, here it is. Do me a favor. Only if you have an, a heart that's awesome, reach out. If you need guidance, reach out. Text her. Don't necessarily call her because she might be on a podcast with me. You text her, right? Be polite. Yes. And then, and then she'll reach out to you. But here's the thing. When we put positive energy out, we would like positive energy back. If you have negative energy, you're hurting yourself. Stop it. It's not what's going to help you live a life worth living. Only positive energy will give you the life you truly want. You can't get over on people without having someone get over on you. So stop getting over on people. Be positive. Give, 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 and have a heart so that people can love you back, right? Yeah, and I'll just to, to add just a little bit to that, one of the trainings that I've been in, um, a couple of times now is make sure you're doing the three C's every day, compliment, congratulate, and console somebody. Mm -hmm. And if you can do those, that's going to help you find that positive energy, but also wake up in the morning, write down three things that you're thankful for, that you're grateful for. I mean, I wake up every morning, I do my biomat treatment here at the house and I spend the first 15 minutes thanking God for letting me wake up for letting me have this roof over my have head and electricity, you know, I mean, it's things that we take for granted. Um, I actually, when I was at the life surge event, I met um, Nick Joyovich and what an amazing man. He was born with no arms and no legs. Wow. wow. Do you know he has been through hell in his life, but he has the most positive attitude that I've ever seen. 
and he wrote a, a beautiful soul. He, he's a truly beautiful soul. Mm. And it was so amazing because when I was getting on the air on the airplane, when I got to the airport in uh, Raleigh on Monday, I had to take a train. Then I took an Uber. Then I got to the airport and first time on train, first time on an Uber. So a lot of first last weekend. <laughs> but I walk in and I'm like, God, why would you why would you make me do all this stuff? And then I walked up the stairs and there was a man with his son. He had one arm and one leg and one prosthetic leg. And I looked at his dad and I was like, is that your son? And he said, yes, it is. I said, he is an amazing little man and he's going to do big and powerful things. And I'm sorry, I'm getting chills all over my body. I got tears in my eyes and I was like, love him. Cause I had just met Nick and I was like, be beautiful because you are. Yeah. And your mind is such a powerful, powerful computer, right? It is. It is indeed. Any any words that you can share with anybody on how, if they want to become a massage therapist, if they want to be a coach, what is your advice for them? I went to school with a lot of massage therapists and they're no longer massage therapists. Mm. So make sure it's in your heart. Make sure that you're leaving an impact on somebody. Um, If you're going to be a coach, Make sure that you know you've been through some of the stuff that these people have been through. That's how I was able to relate with some of these people that I related with. I've been through the ringer. I've been around the block a few times. I have my personal experiences and I'm making myself better. I'm taking those actions to make myself better. And I I, I encourage you to do the same, but surround yourself with positive, loving people, you know, um, and support, find your support group. You know, it's, it's kind of like AA, even though I haven't ever been, <laughs> but I hear you have an amazing support group with AA and that's what you need. Don't, don't spend time around people that are, that are, that are the naysayers because they're going to naysay you into the ground. Stay up in the clouds. Yeah. And get an accountability partner too. Accountability partners are amazing. We have a, a team of like 50 to, well, probably 40 to 80 people that get on a call every Monday night and we're holding each other accountable. That's awesome. um, and it's fabulous. You know, I'm actually looking for, you know, a personal trainer to hold me accountable. <laughs> <laughs> then you have to follow my, my videos every single day, every morning I post videos. I know. I see them. You see I them, see right? Him. I follow do. Me. I me. do. I'm like, oh, if I had the space he had. I know I, for some reason, cause I included in my, uh, I, I send out a weekly newsletter to my, to my clients and some others. I'm like, yeah, I'm having, I'm, 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 you know, a guest on Sifu's, uh, Raphael's podcast today. And I think he's on day 282, but I, I guess I was 50 <laughs> off, but right. I know you've been working out longer than 230 days. Oh, yeah. My whole <laughs> life, basically. I just decided to post every single day this year, at the beginning of the year. I haven't stopped since. And the reason I do it is because I want to inspire one one yeah. person to make yeah. a difference. And by the way, I think in October, I'm going to have a seven-week course where people can actually, because in my videos, if you look at my videos, I just say good morning and this is the, but in my videos, I'm actually going to explain every single detail of, of the workout so that you can get more out of it. Awesome. But it's going to be, you know, for seven weeks, seven days in a row. Ooh. So we're talking 49 days in a row for other people. For me, that's, that's cakewalk, but you know, but don't eat the cake. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, it's to inspire someone yeah. to make a difference, to 
stop taking the medications or don't take the medications because you have no choice. Your fitness will guide you. Your food should be your medicine. Let's get rid of all the medication that is out there that we don't need. As long as we move, we can start to eliminate things. Of course, I want you to do it in a healthy way. Don't just get rid of your medications because I said so. Right. That's not going to be healthy. But a lot of people have gotten off medications because they've been following me. Yeah. So I want you to be able to do the same thing if you're taking medications. I don't. Not you personally. Personally, but, but I know people do. Yeah. yeah. But sometimes it's not necessary. Yeah. If you move. Right. Yeah. My um, my father stayed since he, he retired. You know, he grew up in the work 40 years, 40 hours a week for a $40 watch. Then you die after 10 years. And he lived past 10 years and he was pissed off. So he oh. laid in bed all day long, every oh. day. Oh. All of his muscles atrophied. Oh. So then he couldn't walk. Oh, my God. He had to get a cane and a walker to walk. And I mean, it's not just you that you're hurting. Right. You're hurting the people who love you around you. Watching my mom and my other family around watching that. I mean, it's like someone's dying on the curb and you can't. There's a force field that prevents you from being able to go help them. Eliminate the, the force field, you know, just yeah. by moving. Love yourself and know sedentary and active body stays active. A sedentary body dies. So it's, you know, people really need to pay attention. I mean, when I say stretch, people are like, don't say the S word. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I didn't cuss. You need to stretch daily. Daily, 15 to 30 minutes a day. And that's part of my practice as a massage therapist. I do light passive stretches with people. And they're like, oh my God, I didn't realize I was so tight. And I'm like, yeah, how often Mm. do you stretch? They're like, I don't. I'm like, well, you need to start. Like I got your body loose now. Go do some stretching. Oh yeah. You know? I'm the massage therapist that gives homework. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So here's the thing. Let's give homework to everybody listening. Yes. So everybody listening, here's the homework. Two things you need to do today. Stretch and move. That's it. Yes. And you'll live a longer life. Yes. And drink plenty of water. Oh, yeah. And obviously, share your gratitude. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me on this. I'm. Oh, my God. Like if I was. If I was at Pluto earlier, I think I'm out in like the fourth universe past us right now. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Thank you for enlightening us all. I really My appreciate pleasure. you. Let's definitely stay connected. And I can't Absolutely. wait till we uh, get together in person again. Yes, I know you give good hugs. I do, right? I, listen, <laughs> so do I. <laughs> I love to hug. Hug is the thing, right? And it's free. Hugs and smiles are free. That's why, you know, I, I'm, I don't know if you see it or not. I go on Facebook every morning and I'm like, smile at somebody today. It could save their <laughs> yes. life. Yeah. You know, yeah. be kind. That's, you know, Ellen says it all the time. Ellen DeGeneres. Mm. Be kind. It's not hard to be kind. Oh, and it doesn't cost anything. And guess what? Chicken squat. It is worth millions. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, you can change somebody's life with your smile. Absolutely. You can. Absolutely. Tiffany, thank you. Thank you. Any last words? Just be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. Share smiles. Get up and move. Drink your water. And uh, if you need anything, reach out. Um, Website, you can schedule a consultation. If you have questions about products, I can help you with that as well. Give me a call. But 
just uh, and I guess I'm just going to ask you real quick, Raphael. Sure. Can I share your videos where you're working out Absolutely. for this seven wing thing? It would, it would be an honor, you know. Awesome. For anyone, if I can, like I said, my goal is just to touch one person. But yeah, if more than one, hey, the Maria. If we can keep promoting positivity, that's how we change the world, right, Tiffany? Yep, one person at a time, one smile at a time. Thank you again. Awesome. Have your You're welcome. Thank you. Best day ever. I will and and we'll talk soon. You too. Thank you. You got it. All right. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'll be back with a new episode and a new guest. You can find all episodes of the Coaching Call podcast on Apple, Anchor, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and wherever you listen to podcasts. I ask that you please leave me an honest review. This episode was made possible by listeners like you. If you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and buy me a cup of coffee. Make it a large.